Welcome to the Dare to Pivot podcast, a resource for inspiration and encouragement while you're on your path to purpose. The Dare to Pivot podcast is hosted by Wakia Hayward, that's me, and Barbara Wade, two middle-aged sisters who are passionate about having honest, open conversations with each other and special guests about faith, transparency, and living a life of purpose. The Dare to Pivot podcast is rooted in the Christian faith, and we believe that we are all made for a reason and with intention. However, it's up to us to pursue our purpose. By exploring the four foundational pillars of DARE, which are decisions, actions, results, and evaluations, we're hoping that women will be motivated to actively pursue their own purpose journeys. Join us as we learn together that it's never too late to be great. Hi, ladies. Welcome to the Dare to Pivot podcast. Um, today, <laughs> I'm super excited. My name is Wakia. Um, I am one of your hosts. Our other host is... Barbara Wade. Bar- Hello, ladies. How are you? <laughs> um, <laughs> and and today, we will have a special guest on, and we will actually have Kim um, on the line. And we're just going to be talking about... Um, 2020 and the impacts of 2020 and and some of our goals and visions for moving forward into 2021 um, and you know what what are our plans and what does that look like? Mm-hmm. So Kim, welcome. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for the invite. <laughs> You're so welcome. So <clears throat> Kim, how was 2020 for you? Well. You know, when I look back over the year, I look at myself and I can see that, um, you know, I'm still breathing. I'm still able to put one foot in front of the other. And I just look at it as a learning um, experience. Um, I actually, I guess the, 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 the biggest thing probably that happened to me that's probably the most traumatic was um, actually losing my father. Um, he went on, I say, went on to glory. But my father lived a good life. So um, that was probably the most traumatic thing that happened for me um, and having to deal with obviously this pandemic thing. But the way I see it is that God has really been really, really good to me. So I'm actually looking at it as a learning experience and trying to um, sort of find that sweet spot and to figure out how to use all of what I've learned during the course of this year and then being able to apply it in 2021 and for you know, all of my future endeavors. So um, when I look at it, 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 it's been, you know, somewhat tough and somewhat of a struggle in some areas, Um, financially perhaps, um, because I actually left um, working for the government and uh, worked a really, really big project for the first time. And so I'm just going to use those things that I learned and try to apply them better in the coming years. Great. So I just want I just want to sort of bring up because I realized I didn't do a great introduction uh, for Kim. So uh, ladies, you are listening to Kim um, Odin's Bowden, and she is uh, like she said she's a uh, used to work for the government, but right now she is a uh, project manager um, in the um, I, I want to say what is it uh, like the re- the real estate flipping business, and she's a trusted agent, 
and she's just absolutely um she's an author <laughs> you know and and a lot of these things have literally happened at a, at a different time of her life where things should have been a lot easier a lot smoother but she's actually been able to just sort of go with the flow and do it with a place of grace and uh, literally leaning on God the whole time so I feel like she would be really good uh, person to talk to here uh, at the pivot point just because of the fact that she was a person who could talk to us about leaning on God despite uh, adversity and when things look a little crazy so that's why she's here so, yeah <laughs> you're welcome um so you know it was some things that you said uh Kim about you know how things was just a little hard for you but you were still you know find a way to just look at this as a, a lessons learned how do you do that or what does that look like to you in this space like when you're in the middle of the crazy so when I um, look back at the first beginning part of um, 2020, um, like I said before, I had actually been out of work for, for over a year. And um, I had just tried to try to figure out how to find a balance. And I'd applied for different jobs. I had, um, you know, I had been sort of contacted by some of the um, – you know, sort of hedge hunters and looking for, um, you know, certain types of positions and stuff. And actually, actually had a really good um, um, contact with Amazon. And I thought I'd probably work in there. And, and we have this long sort of um, process and you go through and I had made it through the whole process to the end process. And then I thought that that was going to be where I was going to hit, you know, in, in 2020. As it turns out, they found somebody who's a better fit, which is fine. But when you look at these kinds of things where you go through the motions of applying for over a hundred jobs, leaving what you knew and you had been doing for over 20 years and not being able to see in the future, what is actually in the future, then the way I see it is I look at it as now it's time to um, exercise the faith that I've always talked about. So if I say I believe, if I say that, you know, it's God who will never leave me or forsake me, if I say I believe that in Psalm 91 it says, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty, if I say those things mm -hmm. and losing my dad and, you know, him, him you know, leaving this, this world as we know it, and then... I looked at it as now, this is now an opportunity to exercise all those things I've always said. So if I believe it, I need now to walk it out. And so that's how I looked at all of these sort of, um, I don't want to say milestones per se, but perhaps sometimes they, they look like stumbling blocks. But, you know, sometimes you can take, you know, stumbling blocks and turn, in, turn them into stepping stones. And that's what I really, really wanted to do. And how I was able to do that was my anchor was looking at Psalm 91, knowing that it, uh, as much as it depended on me, I was really trying to live and obey those things that God has set before me. And once I was anchored in that, then anytime I saw something moving a different kind of way, like I didn't get the job at Amazon, then I said, you know what, that just wasn't for me. And later on, obviously, somewhere around the end of February, March time frame is where I picked up this um, this job, um, or actually this sort of endeavor, so to speak, um, 
to work this project, which is a huge, huge, huge project, and to see it now come to almost the end of fruition is almost like miraculous. So putting one foot in front of the other, um, anchoring on those things that I know to, to be true, that I believe to be true, and not only speaking them, but walking them. Did I ask your question? <laughs> yeah, that did. <laughs> that, that, that did answer my question. I think that's what we all um, strive to do, I think. What you think, Barbara? I was going to ask, how did you decide to uh, take this opportunity? Well, look at, look at all the aspects of your situations, decide to use them as an opportunity as opposed to deciding to um, not live out your faith or not test your faith or not display, actively display your faith. Was it a conscious decision like, Hey man, I've been saying this stuff all my whole life. Now I need to now I need to walk it out. Or was it a, a moment of reflection um, where you you did come to that decision? I need to walk this out. Do you remember? Was there a particular uh, time or a moment where you made a decision? I'm going to walk out my faith as opposed to, if lack of a better term, have a pity party. Well, so I, I, I would have to say that, um, and I'm just going to keep it 100 for you, and that is, is that, you know, when your bank account says zero, when those who you thought that you could rely on just aren't there, they seem, they seem not to be there. They appear not to be there. All those things that you thought would be there for you, then you now are left with just whatever the options are that, that, are, that are glaring before you. And those things that glared before me was really God himself speaking to me and saying to me, Kim, I said I would never leave you for safety. Mm. And that's not even in the marriage vow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the thing is, is that um, you know, I've been married for over 22 years, and I can tell you, had it not been for what I believe what God said to me, that I probably mm-hmm. would have left a long time ago. And just keeping it real. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is that, and so, and to say that is, is that I, 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 I want to, I just want to make sure I make this really, really clear as well. You know, my husband's in, in, is in Denver. He's been in Denver now for over 12 years. And so, um, yes, we're married. We've been married. But, but when I was going through this time period, he was not there either and made it clear that he wasn't going to be there. So when you're left with what you have to look at and in, you know that God said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. And he who dwells in the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty. Then I'm saying, okay, Lord, you told me that mm-hmm. as I tithed, as I was obedient to you, you said you would throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour me out of blessing, Lord God. You said, I won't have room enough to receive. And Lord mm-hmm. God, you said you will prevent the pest from devouring the crop. So I can see this zero balance in this bank account, but I'm believing that somehow mm-hmm. or another, that you're going to pay this car note. You know, you're going to pay my utility bill. You know, you're going to intervene. And guess what? You did. Wow. Every occasion. Wow. And I can tell you that when there's one thing about having a really, really good credit score, you know, driving a really nice luxury vehicle, 
um, having a house that you can heat and you can um, cool, you know, at, at however, whatever level you believe it is. But when those things look like they're slipping out of your hand, when, when it looks like you're just not going to have control over those things anymore, you have to say or, or, or make a decision on what it is you're going to do. Mm. And so the de- decision was, I'm not quite sure there was a milestone. I'm not quite sure that there was a bell that went off. All I knew was, was that the, vo- the voice that I could hear the loudest was the one that came from the faith that I had proclaimed to have. Mm. more than 20 or 30 years Mm. 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 wow Mm. well thank god for that foundation thank god for that foundation (laughs) because had you not have it you may have missed that opportunity you know god could have been standing right in front of you and you didn't recognize him you didn't hear his voice you didn't have the courage to be obedient you may not have believed him but because of the depth of your foundation, you were all in. You're like, hey, you all I got. And you proved that to me again and again. That's a testimony and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, definitely, I definitely think, I, I think that by, we, by the time we get to this age, and by time, well, hopefully with maturity and wisdom, that, you know, I, I would hope and pray that we will all show up in that space, right? That's saying that we've been believing in something for so long and now this is the chance for me to really walk it out and that we would all show up and walk it out. Well, I think, I think that's the challenge because we all have unique challenges to who we are and our experiences, our circumstances and consequences. They're all unique. And so that that testing period is, you know, won't be for the faint hearted. And will we be ready? Will we have the same reaction? I think that's what we're encouraging one another. That's why we're sharing uh, these experiences and 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 asking women of God like Kim to to share. It's because we don't know when our time is going to come, what it's going to look like, how we're going to feel or we're going to go with how we feel or what we really know. Amen. And we want, we want the answer to be yes. <laughs> but I, I think we've learned in, in other occasions, you know, Hey, I, I didn't do as, I didn't do as well as I thought I would. I, I know I fail my own test. I don't even have to have them to tell me. I, right. I can tell I right. failed. <laughs> and so then hopefully we're encouraged to not react the same way, do the work we need to do so that when the next trial comes, because rest assured, we know the next trial is going to come as long as we're here on earth, yeah. that we will we will make different choices and we will do things differently so that our testimony will be a Kim testimony. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the challenge. And, the, and that's the choice we continue to get to make. Am I going to prepare myself that for the next time? Uh, so Barbara, just so, so I remember how last week our, our thing was on vulnerability and understanding our nucleus. Have you ever had to go through, obviously, you know, maybe not something as, as walk down such a dark road as Kim or such a crazy road as Kim? Because like you said, we all have our experiences. Could you give an example of how you would, how you handle that type of moment and the kind of decisions you've had to make and how you make that? Like, what was that milestone for you to say, huh, this is what I'm going to do? Well, certainly. Um, so I have lots of them. 
but the one that came, the one that came to my mind that I will share in in the attempt to be obedient is uh just being diagnosed with breast cancer. So that's not something I could have picked. It's not something I wish for. And certainly um, in retrospect, I do believe I've learned lessons, but I still kind of wish that God had taught them to me a different way. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. certainly that experience uh, forcing me to, well, I had the choice of trusting that God was going to make, he was going to answer my prayer, which was to allow me to be healed long enough to allow my children to grow into adulthood. That was my prayer because they were, they were eight and 11 years old. So I was looking for 10 years, Lord, give me 10 years. And, um, (laughs) and, uh, and he's done more than that, it's been it's been 12, 13 this year, sorry, 13. Mm-hmm. And so in that time, I believed he would answer my prayer because he did present himself to me in ways that he had never done before by giving me a peace, by giving me a spirit of vulnerability with total strangers in that I just wholeheartedly believed, I prayed that he would bring the doctors, nurses, and everyone in the process that would bring healing for me, that I be willing to accept with the guidance they give me and follow through with what they are doing for me. And for me, that was breaking down that external shell and letting somebody in and believing that they had my best interest at heart and believing that they would only tell me what would be beneficial to me. Um, And all that was necessary because they ask you to make decisions about your health and your future that you, that I didn't even understand. So my option, my options of treatment, I didn't understand. I read things and got books and, but I wasn't a medical professional. So it was kind of lost on me. And uh, Mm -hmm. so, but just believing that, but God, I I believe this is the best choice. I'm going to take that recommendation. And I'm just praying that if anything falls short, or there's a gap, you'll fill in the gap and it'll make it okay. And so for me to take that step to believe in people that I did not know was huge for me. And that's what I needed to do because vulnerability is something I had to learn. And that experience taught me vulnerability and um, taking my eyes off of myself because I wanted to live for my children. I didn't know that, you know, I cared so much about only what I cared about (laughs) that I was pretty uh, more selfish or self-centered than I expected that I recognized, I'll say that I recognized. And so taking my eyes and my genuine desire was to be a well, grateful, faithful mom. I had no room for, you know, what Barbara feels like and what Barbara doesn't want to do and what's making Barbara sick and what's making Barbara upset. I just put it, I, I just put my children in the forefront and God answered my prayer. And I tell you, so when he tells me, you know, hey, this is a moment for vulnerability, which he still has to tell me. 
um, because I don't recognize it right (laughs) off, Um, (laughs) then I'm willing to go there because I do, I do believe that that, that benefit is there and it's not for me, it's for somebody else. It's you have something I want you to give to someone else and that is going to require you to be vulnerable. And so now I go there um, easier, um, quicker. I don't have to ask a whole bunch of questions, just believing that God is asking me to engage with this person for a purpose that only he needs to know. And um, so I, I trust that. Amen. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think that is so good. I think what I hear in both you and Kim's story is a whole thing of just, you know, making the choice to actually say you're just going to believe it regardless at this point, even if it looks a little crazy. And then in both cases, I heard when both of y'all took y'all eyes off of you, off of yourself. Like Kim said, she took her eyes off of her bank account. <laughs> she didn't care. She seen the zeros was there. She didn't care. You took your eyes off of the doctor's report. You know what I'm saying? You just realized you couldn't deal with it at this point. So you had to completely give it over to God and the people he sent in your life to help. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and sort of just walk in that, right? And just keep on moving. And I think that's one of the things that people who are going through stuff, who had who this year looked a little crazy for them. Like this year mm-hmm. wasn't, this year just was a little crazy. So what I'm even, what I'm hearing is, it's so important to have something else you can put your eyes on. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Amen. And you know what, Kim? We yep. had the conversation about we don't know anyone personally in our personal circle that have been devastated by all of the negative components of COVID. Because I do believe there's some positive ones. If we take the time of not COVID, particularly the virus, but this pandemic time and all the um, yes. resulting actions that have happened from it um, invading our, our country, but um, that we don't know anyone personally that has the effect of losing the job, losing their health, mm-hmm. losing their family members, um, having children that are in the school system, you know, someone that is affected by all of those huge things, but we know those people exist. Yeah. Yes. And um, this year is probably um, may rank up there with their most devastating time in their lives. And I do believe that is an opportunity because, you know, God is there for them just as he's been there for us. And just praying that there is either a foundation or an introduction that they're willing to pursue that will help them process, even if it isn't this year, cause we're not out of it yet, but process right. what has happened um, next year as we, as we move closer to our new normal, that they're able to see this 2020 as an opportunity to grow their faith. And um, I, I really pray that that is the resulting in- outcome for the majority of people. Amen. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I think that is, I think that, and I think that's probably what I would believe what God is really hoping right now in this moment, that all of us do those things and we all stop playing the game and we, and we actually start to b- walk out and believe in what we say we believe in. Right. Even Amen. in these moments. Right. You know, 
So I think I think it was really <laughs> enlightening to hear that both your situation and Kim's um, wasn't necessarily a result from this year at all. It was either stuff that happened years ago. So people are always going through trials and tribulations. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's an ongoing thing. Like this battle is continuous, right? And then to try to keep walking through and, and still having um, faith that he is with me today. And most importantly, he's going to be with me tomorrow. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And he's like clearing out the way. He's clearing the way. Absolutely. And it helps your approach because for me, I know there's a next day, right? And so I'm saying, Lord, you know what? We're going to have this constant conversation because when this comes up, I want to be able to hear what you have to say right away. Like, I want to know what I need to be doing, what you want me to get out of this, what you want me to do, because I know beyond the shadow of doubt, that's the most helpful thing is for me to keep the line of communication open because I know he's not going to leave me. That I know for sure. (laughs) And if I can't hear him, it's because I'm not listening. It's not because he's not talking. There's nothing you could say or do to make me doubt whether he's there or not. So I'm going to check myself and say, "Hmm, but why? Look, it ain't loud enough. You know, he's talking. What's your deal? You know? Right. Right, right. So, so what is what what is your suggestion? Uh, you know, and I, I guess this is a camp for both a question for both you and Kim. What are y'all suggestions for someone who isn't in the faith, mm-hmm. who we're telling this story, and you know, based off of what Fatima said last week and then what we're talking about right now, they all still still you know hover around or or land on or rooted in you know faith. So, how do you talk to someone who doesn't have that background and doesn't really understand it and they just trying to pay the rent. They ain't got to, this stuff we talking about. This sounds absolutely ridiculous. Faith hasn't brought because you because you because you know Wells Fargo doesn't take faith. Yeah, <laughs> I know about that. Like Wells Fargo was like, they don't know that tender. <laughs> they don't know. They still got to leave the habit on by the fifth of the month. Now you can say what you want, and I pray with you, but I'm a prayer that you have about the fifth of the month. Oh, they said, put that faith on a check. Uh, 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 so you know so what do you say to women who are are in this moment and they're trying to figure out 2020 has been a crazy year they've just seen the cover of this podcast and they're like damn it a pivot yeah I know I need to do something different what does that look like like what is the action step for women who are coming out of a crazy year and now they need to do something different like what is that and I don't really you know me I start my new year on my birthday but for those women who are going to start it in a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. what is that Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I focus on I, in conversation. I hear, and usually that's what women share first. You know what the current situation is, but I ask the question: Did anything go right? And it's glossed over. Hey, I'm still alive, even if I had, even if I had COVID. <laughs> You know, it, mm-hmm. it's some things that we as human beings start taking for granted. Yes. And so, well, you're still alive because you're talking to me. So let's, let's, you're in your right mind because we're having this conversation. Most of them still have a job or some semblance of job or the ability to work. And the ability, the to, ability to work, even, even if it's at something that you're uncomfortable or something new. So for me, it's 
starting to build up that what went right, what is going right list because human nature just kind of helps you gravitate towards traumatic and what's different. But there's so many things that are going right. And uh, from that, I just encourage women to build that out and, and explain to them, I believe because God created you for a purpose, you're still here because he still needs you to do that purpose. And so I encourage you to get to know him, to get on that journey with all these things that are still going right. That's all he needs to use you to do what he created you to do and start that conversation that way. And it goes down a totally different road. You know, sometimes you run into the, but I, and but, but he, and but they, and but I, you're right. You're so right. And that sucks. I agree with you. I'm sorry. I agree with you. That, that's, that stinks. But guess what? You're still here and God still has something for you to do. And guess what? Now you don't have to answer to this, 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 and this. You actually can be creative. You, you know, and so it, for me, that's how I got the conversation. Hmm. I love that. I love that. Kim, what yeah, you got? Yeah, so um, I, I'm not quite sure. I think that, that how this, the conversation will get started will, 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 I believe, depend for me um, in the atmospheres and, like, you know, where we are, what we're doing, how do we meet, are we standing in the grocery line or something like that. But one of the things that mm-hmm. I would sort of um, probably bring into the conversation and I just thought about this as as um as Barbara was talking, and um I I do love your story, um Barbara. By the way, uh, I, I, oh, thank you. I, I think my thing I would say to them is, is that I, I remember years ago, um before I, you know I tell people all the time I was I was baptized when I think I was around eleven, this was eleven or twelve, but I didn't fall in love with Jesus until I was in my thirties. Amen. And so, <laughs> um you know, and I and I used to read. I used to read these books, Amen. and I, this one book I read, um, it was called If Tomorrow Never Comes. And mm. it took me probably in my 30s to realize and understand that tomorrow is coming. The question is, is whether or not I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be here or not. And if I'm going to mm. be here, what I, I, I need to know at least this one thing, and that is, is that every step I make, is either a step toward Jesus or a step away from him. And Mm -hmm. I say that if you don't know him or if you've rejected him and you know who you rejected, I'm saying to them, Mm -hmm. take a situation that you know you yourself cannot handle. There's nothing you can do with it. You need a miracle. I say to them, mm-hmm. take that and talk to Jesus about it and then let him I, let see what he will do for you. And then mm-hmm. I say, mm-hmm. you pray about it, you, you you hand it over to him, and then you stand back and you watch it slow. Mm-hmm. 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 Awesome. Yeah, and, and, and he'll I, prove himself I, time and time, time again. Time and time again. And you know what? One of my one of my basic prayers, and I feel is basic, but I pray that God presents Himself uniquely 
to each and every person so that they recognize that it is him. Oh yeah. And that looks yes. that looks different to each and every one of us. Because we all have our own doubts and concerns and traumas. And so God knows what he has to do to touch your heart and to get your attention. Absolutely. And I pray for that because that's what attacks the doubt, you know, that folks have or even help them to put in the positive way, help them recognize that this is something different. I can't ignore that this is something different and you can't even explain it because all your perception of how you see things and your triggers and all that, all that is unique to you. So when he presents himself uniquely to you, it's hard to explain why that one thing meant that to you because you are your own unique person. And no one else can look at that situation and have 100% that same perspective. Nobody can. And so I just love those opportunities in which you say, there's nothing but God. (laughs) I don't know what y'all saw. I don't know what y'all felt. But that was nothing but God. And he did that for me. I have claimed that time and time again. And I don't feel like I have to or even can explain it. But you can't convince me any other Amen. way. <laughs> Amen. I think I think I, I think the trick is though is that for women to look for it, right? Because even for me to show it show up and it be unique, I have to be consciously looking for it, right? I have to get up in the morning, like like Kim said. Okay, well I'm a prayer about it. Barbara, like you say, okay, well yeah, I'm gonna start to look for things in my life that are good and see how God can start to build on those things. Um, and, and even with that point, I'm still coming from, from a place of skepticism because I'm thinking, what have you done that? And I'm giving y'all quotation marks here. And it didn't show, nothing showed up. Like, I, I still lost my house. I still lost my job. I still, I'm still sick or whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband still left or whatever that thing mm-hmm. is. Um, you know, I think what it boils down to, though, is not only to make a decision that this is the direction you're going to go, but then the real action is to look for it. Like, look for the menace of God's hand. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And count all of it. Like count everything. Yes. Every little thing. Like, you know, if you, Kim, I remember great times when you would say something to me like, oh, I'm going to the grocery store in the middle of the pandemic. I'm going to the grocery store and I need Clorox wipes. And you would come out with Clorox wipes. And I'd be like, Kim, how the world do you find Clorox wipes? And you'd be like, oh, I just asked God to bring me Clorox wipes. <laughs> I need Clorox wipes for it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like the little things. It's like the little things, right? And like, and I think that's where it really starts is if we can't trust God at this point with anything big, you can't trust him yet with anything big because there's so many things you felt like he's let you down with, mm-hmm. which is, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's plenty of people, plenty, plenty of people's story. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say even late early on in my walk, I felt literally had those same feelings. And so, but when I started to get to a place where I could trust him with something small, mm-hmm. like, you know, um, you know, really just like, it could be something small, like, you know, something like, you know, Lord, I need this traffic. And like, I need for the traffic to flow today. Or I just really just need something, you know, something small in real life, right? There's something not, not big. And as time went on, I started to trust him with small things. Mm-hmm. And those small things got a little bigger and it got a little bigger and it got a little bigger because um, I think we all 
have those conversations with like, oh, thank God for this and thank God for that. And we just throw that throw that phrase around, but we really don't um really take it, you know, take it in consideration what that really looks like. Well, for me to help me uh, mature in that, I had to get to know other people's stories. And by that, I mean, the things that I take for granted are not everybody else's life. And so even though I have my long list, in my opinion, of traumas and, um, just circumstances of other people's choices in my life. I had my long list, but there's still an even longer list. And if I only look at what I have going on and not recognize that being able to even take my car and ask about the traffic being alleviated, there's some people <laughs> right. that don't have a car. I've never had a at the bus line at the bus line (laughs) and they have a whole nother set of challenges every single day. Yes. And so for me, their their prayers, their prayers, Lord, let the bus come on time. (laughs) Let the bus please come on time. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like that's where they at. Yeah, it's true. That's where they at. And so if they can praise God in those circumstances that I'm totally taking for granted and I'm not saying it's wrong, but thanking him for the ways that he makes for me. But it wasn't until I stopped taking all of those little things for granted. They are huge mm-hmm. to somebody else. Yes. They're absolutely huge. Very true. And so until I surrounded myself with other people's stories and their journeys, then I thought almost everything was small. Because my big things, you know, um, you know, I was taken for granted. So um, yes. that was a, a responsibility that I had to um, to see the miracle in those little things that I take for granted. Or I start my day with getting up with the faculties of all my body in my right mind warm temperature in my house oh my floor is cold oh but I got two three pairs of slippers to choose from you know I mean come on that's all just um <laughs> it's all just more it's yes, all just more it's all just extra and so until I realized that all this is just extra and I can't and I and I um am not able to see all of those things as blessings that, hey, I got a lot of work to do. And so I will continue to take things for granted unless I learn, realize, accept, and become appreciative that these are not just all standard basic things. These are all just, these are all blessings. And uh, so, I mean, it's a, a building a humility, taking a step back and saying, wow, all this is good stuff. All these things you've taken for granted. All these things are miracles. Mm-hmm. For them to all come together at this point in time, for, for me to have a level of comfort, all these, all those steps, there were so many, there were millions of steps that had to come together to get me to this place. Don't you dare take any of them for granted. Because it was God <laughs> that wove them together to allow me to get to where I am. 
And so there's a, yeah, that's a, that's a daily um, recognition that I have to make or else I will miss it. I will miss the miracle and expect, you know, bombs to go off all the time and, you know, parades and ticker tape parade. No, 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 no. <laughs> Your daily life is a flat out daggone miracle. <laughs> all of it. Amen. All Every day. of it. Absolutely. All of it. So um, if, if anything, I encourage women to do that, regardless of what 2020 has done for you or has not done for you. All of it is a miracle. Every aspect. I love it. I love it. So Kim, when I think about this year, and you know, like this year's coming so close and your year has been crazy, and now you're about to step into 2021. What does that look like for you? If I could just sum it up in, um, you know, just in a few words, it would just have to be, it's not how you begin, it's how you end. And I'm in it to win it. Because I want every drip, drop blessing God has for me. (laughs) And I I, I don't want anything to be by the wayside. I, I want every blessing God has for me. And when I see 2021, mm-hmm. I say, I, like Barbara was talking about, I've learned some of the lessons about, you know, being vulnerable. I've learned some of the lessons about, you know, um, how to be humble. I mean, I've had huge, huge lessons of, 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 of you know, how to be humble. I heard a, a preacher say not too long ago, he said, you can never be too humble. And just learning how to keep mm-hmm. my mouth closed and let God mm-hmm. do do God. Let, let, let him do him. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, e- e- even mm-hmm. with, you know, these last couple, a couple of weeks and working this big project, you know, I just had to kind of step away a little bit and say, Kim, don't, don't put your hand in to God's work. Let him do his work. He, he keep my hand out mm-hmm. of it. So when I see 2021, mm-hmm. I say, you know, and I'm just bringing it back from the beginning and when we first started, I'm, I'm looking at taking these lessons that God has blessed me with. And just like you said, Barbara, would I have ever chosen the way God chose to teach me those mm-hmm. lessons? Mm-hmm. I'd probably say <laughs> no. <laughs> they were difficult. They were hard. You know, mm-hmm. um I mean just the other day I, I walked into a store and I started thinking about stuff about the what I had to do and I broke out into tears. And, and the woman came from behind mm-hmm. the counter and she she wants to touch me and I'm like, um excuse me, well, we're in a pandemic. <laughs> Exactly. 
That's what I'm looking for in 2021. I'm I'm looking for every drip drop blessing God has for me. He says that I no eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man what he has prepared for those who love him. I'm going to tell you right now, Mm -hmm. I love him. I love him with every fiber of my being. And I'm so looking forward with all of the Mm -hmm. hurt, with all of the pain. I'm taking all that in there. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to, with with all of that, I just want, the the Bible tells us those who suffer with him will will be rewarded with him. And Mm -hmm. he says those who who have faith in him, who trust in him, Mm -hmm. who believe in him, he says he's a rewarder of that faith. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep my hands held high. I'm going to keep my ear turned toward heaven. And I'm going to continue to pray that God will bless me and, 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 and bless my heart and bless my faith to keep this, this flesh into submission to his will, his mm-hmm. way, and his purpose. Then I will then Amen. draw every drip, drop, mm-hmm. nothing he has for me. And they're abundant. <laughs> mm, you know that's right. <laughs> wow. I have nothing left. I think I, well, it's been a, I think it's been that a was some great. <laughs> it has. I think that I think that is actually great. I think that um, I pray that women really just get it and they, they see that um, life is you know life is difficult. And so if you're going through something crazy and you're going through some tough times right now, that you know I hope that these tips and tricks that we gave out tonight sort of you know resonate with you and you know it's something that you can sort of hold on to. And it's all about just you know, one, understanding what's good, just a recap, like understand, looking at your life and seeing some of the things that are good, because not everything was terrible, mm-hmm. right? And sort of just really document those things down and taking account for those mm-hmm. things. And then two, understanding that you've walked, if you've walked away from God, make a decision to turn towards him and then give him something and see what he's going to mm-hmm. do with it. And then lastly, if you feel as if that third, that thing that you're trying to give him is too big, start with something small. But just like Barbara pointed out that there are so many things that we think are small mm-hmm. really aren't small mm-hmm. because there's always somebody out there doing much worse Absolutely. than you, right? Absolutely. So get to know other people's stories and sort of lean mm-hmm. in. And that's why we find this podcast and that's why we brought you this podcast because we want women to understand. We want people to know that you're not alone Amen. in this journey. You're just not alone, you know? And to get women to come on, come onto a podcast and tell their truth, like really be vulnerable and tell their truth. It's hard work, right? It's hard because there is a, there's a humility to that. Like Kim was saying, right? There's a humility to that, but we're all trying to get stronger Mm -hmm. and it's not too late. Mm -hmm. It's just not too late. Mm -hmm. So thank you ladies so, so much for your time. As always, I appreciate it. Kim, you know, I love you. Barbara, you know, I love you. (laughs) Love you too, uh, girl. Thanks for the challenge. And, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're welcome you're welcome all right ladies, y'all are here from us again next week please feel free to write us at waterwalkers.net or just send us a message there on your link um but yes and if you think you have a story worth sharing please contact us okay all right bye now bye bye